0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And today is one of our favorite days of the week. That's right. It's Taco Tuesday.
1: It's raining tacos from the
0: Yes, folks, you gotta love Taco Tuesday—the uh, quintessential American food, in particular in the state. So, uh, I don't know—I have yet to have tacos yet today, and I don't know what is on the menu for this evening. Fortunately, Mike isn't here to regale us with uh, with his selection, but you can bet he will be at his favorite food truck, his favorite taco truck uh, today, as he usually is on uh, on Taco Tuesday. Uh, now, Mike is uh, is is unavailable at the moment. I know that he is working to try and uh, get here, to be involved in the program. But you know, once again, even if I don't have him, I know I have you all. So do us a favor. If you're uh, watching this, however you watch this, if you're watching the program live, once again, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, go ahead and comment. Let us know that you're there. And uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you and talk about the issues of the day. But before we get started in talking about those issues, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. We're going to start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. If you're looking for rifle or pistol length calibers, trust me, they have them. If you're looking for Glock barrels, trust me, they have them. All you got to do is go there. Once again, hitmanindustries.net. If you are a first responder, please make sure to let them know and you get their first responder discount. Also, we have the California Republican Assembly, referred to by Ronald Reagan as the conscience of the Republican Party. I prefer to refer to them as the Republican wing of the Republican Party here in the state of California, working to help elect conservatives, movement conservatives, pro-life, pro-family, pro-Second Amendment, limited government, strong national defense. Uh, Two offices, ranging from school board all the way up to president of the United States. It is the largest and fastest-growing conservative grassroots Republican organization in the state of California. Visit them at cragop.org, at cragop.org. If you want to be a part of California's future today, join CRA. And then we've got Hog holsters, H-A-W-G holsters, helping Americans wear guns. If you're looking for outside the waistband, inside the waistband holster, they got it. If you're looking for a concealed carrier, maybe it's the tactical holster, trust me, they have what you're looking for. Maybe you have a different firearm. Maybe you have a, an optical on there. Maybe you have a maybe you have a flash a, a light on there. Whatever setup you have, trust me, they can help you get a quality holster. Just go to HogHolsters.com. Make sure you use the discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces, and you can get a discount on your haul coaster today so check them out once again haulcoaster.com and then if you're looking for any sort of outdoor gear i mean we're talking camping gear we're talking you know boots hats we're talking backpacks we're talking uh, uh thermoses we're talking uh eyes we're talking helmets they have it at uscombatgear.com all th- by the way all things tactical all things tactical everything but the gun. Uh, Just go to uscombatgear.com, veteran owned and operated, uh, fast shipping, quality selection and great prices. Check out uscombatgear.com. All right, let's go ahead and kick it into high gear and get into the first story today. Uh, You may have been following, well, no, you may have been following because we talk about it every day. We talk about the migrant crisis that's taking place at the southern border That's right. We are seeing record numbers of individuals who are showing up at our southern border. And a huge percentage of them, by the way, are coming from Venezuela. And if you might recall, the president of the United States just said he's offering half a million uh, of those folks, of the the Venezuelans, uh, basically offering them the ability, work permits, the ability to work here in the United States, uh, which is kind of odd because they're seeking asylum because of an oppressive government. Uh, But really what they're doing is they're they're fleeing the fact that their government has ruined their their economy by implementing policies not too dissimilar from those that Joe Biden wants to put in place. But one of the things we're seeing is happening is, is, well, it's not just that they're coming fast and free. It's that we are encouraging them to come fast and free. In fact we're not even we're barely even bothering to process them as they come through. now this is a report from MS I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I don't know if this is from MSNBC or no it's from NBC because this was during Meet the Press but this is MN, MS M, I keep saying MSNBC and NBC correspondent acknowledging that uh, well look they're just they're just letting people in and, and and not by the way not just letting people in but encouraging them to come.
1: According to some new data we've just obtained, border processing centers here are over double their capacity, meaning they're trying to release these migrants as quickly as possible so they can take in more and more because they keep coming. You can hear some of the trains that have been coming through here. A lot of the migrants are riding on top of the trains. Most are from Venezuela. And when we talk to them, they're happy that they've gotten across, but many are crying because the journey was so dangerous. They say that it was in Mexico where they found cartels that were violent. Many of them were kidnapped, assaulted they're worried about their children being hurt as well. So from here, they'll be processed and released into the United States. We know that most of the migrants crossing now are not sent back. They're released with a notice to appear in immigration court. Sometimes that date can be set years into the future. And it's really calling into question the effectiveness of the new Biden border policies. You know, the COVID-19 policies that really restricted a lot of immigration came to an end in May. They replaced that with something that they thought would be even stricter, that would keep a lot of migrants from coming here and claiming asylum but instead these numbers now are just getting so overwhelming that they're getting more and more and releasing more the word gets back more migrants come but i will say some of the migrants we spoke to today said they wish they hadn't come that the journey was just so
0: so let's follow this real quick what they're saying is is that they're getting word in places like Venezuela, they're getting word that if you can get to the U.S. border, you will be able to get in and you'll get a, a thing saying, hey, you notice to appear in court sometime years into the future. After you've already established yourself, after you've already been working, after you've already now said, I've been here in the United States for a while, right? Now, word of this is getting back to them. And that's encouraging more people to come because they're being told that if you come, you'll get in. Number one, if you get to the, if you get across the U.S. border, you will be, once you get into the United States, you're in, right? Not only that, they're hearing places like California are telling you, first of all, you're getting, you'll get get benefits. You'll get a free education. You'll get free health care. You'll get housing all of these things as these sanctuary states and sanctuary cities espouse their policies to the world, right? They don't change the policies. You notice as much as you hear New York complaining, as much as you hear Detroit complaining, Chicago complaining, California, San Diego complaining, you notice you don't hear any of them changing their policies. None of them are saying, look, This policy is no longer valid. We are no longer going to honor this policy. We are not a sanctuary city city any longer. We are not a sanctuary state any longer. It's like they have these policies. They put these policies in place because they want to make a political statement. And what they fail to understand is when you put a policy in place, there are implications. Somebody may eventually take you up on that policy. You may be forced to actually deal something with it. I was listening to a a report the other day, and they were talking about the migrants or the immigrants who were dropped off uh, there in Martha's Vineyards. I did not know that in Martha's Vineyard they actually had an office of refugee resettlement or whatever they call it. So in other words, they made the statement that they were a sanctuary uh, municipality, but they had an office that no one used, but they said, look, we got an office we got a place where we can go and we can send people who come to, who come here and they couldn't handle 50 immigrants who showed up at their doorstep that's because folks here's the thing i'm just going to say this and this is how democrats operate when i say democrats i'm not just talking i'm not talking about necessarily democrat voters because democrat voters are listening to the democrat politicians and and believing that they're going to implement these policies but the problem is democrat politicians They enact policies that make them feel good. And it makes their voters feel good for supporting them. But they don't implement policies that actually work. They don't look at what are the consequences of these policies. And when you see the consequences, primarily one of which is probably the best example, is what is taking place currently at our southern border. But now, as we know, not just at our southern border, It's happening in San Diego, California. It's happening in Chicago and now the suburbs of Chicago. It's happening in Detroit. It's happening in New York and now in New Jersey. It's happening everywhere because you know what? The Southern states have decided that this burden is not simply ours alone. For some reason, the president of the United States thinks that only border states should have to deal with this with absolutely no help from the federal government. Not only that, but they should have to deal with it with one hand tied behind their back because the federal government. Not only will the federal government not do their job, the they won't allow Texas or the state governments to do that job. In other words, if the federal government is just, it, it, it won't won't keep them from just walking into the country. They won't let the Texas government keep them from just walking into the country as they remove barriers that have been placed to dis- placed there along the border to discourage people from entering the country illegally. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm watching some of these images of immigrants going, trying to get through this razor wire in order to get into the United States, uh, it is saddening and it hurts because you're like, it's almost like they're saying, well, you know, if you, can brave the, if you can brave the razor wire, well, then you're in. Well, that's the U.S. policy. The, the, the Texas policy, the American policy, as it's supposed to be, is don't come into the country illegally. The message should be whether you just walk across, whether you come through razor wire, whether you climb over a fence. As soon as you get here, you will be sent back where you came from. That should be the policy. That's a nation that has borders. But we don't have borders here in the United States. We don't do that. That's not what we do here in the United States. Uh, we just let anybody in willy-nilly. Our foreign policy, our border policy is unlike any other civilized country in the entire world. And, and just to, just so you get this, I was listening to Megan Kelly the other day, and she made this point in 62 years, in the first in 62 years of this country, We had about 12 million immigrants come to the United States. We have, by some accounts, in the last two, two and a half years, I've seen numbers anywhere from 4 million to 8 million people come into the country. Um, Anyone who believes that that is sustainable, that we can maintain our way of life and the way things go here in the United States and, 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 and absorb that on a regular basis... Uh, is fooling themselves. Although I honestly do not believe that uh, that those who are supporting this policy, uh, I, I think they know that we cannot sustain that and maintain our way of life because that's what they want to do. They want to end our way of life. And, uh, you know, if you like how things are, if you like living in the greatest nation on God's green earth, if you like living in a place where you can go from, literally from rags to riches within a generation, where you can go from an uneducated to to postgraduate degree where you are free to speak your mind about the government uh if you if you value that when i talk about our way of life that's our way of life that is in jeopardy anyway but you know in the long run what really matters to them is well the whole you know let's not let biden fail now it's kind of interesting because they've had to lower the bar in their don't let Biden fail policy. And now it's operation don't let Biden fall. That's right. The guy who basically falls upstairs, they now have a whole plan in place that they now utilize in order to make sure that the president doesn't wipe out. And as pointed out by uh, by the Washington Free Beacon, once again, a phenomenal publication over there. If you guys don't read it, you guys need to be reading it, checking it out on a daily basis. Tons of really good articles, really good stuff. It says here, President Joe Biden's staff is urgently working to prevent him from taking a disastrous fall before the 2024 election. The White House confirmed to Axios. The strategy involves Biden working with physical therapists to improve his balance, wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping, and using the fall losing the short stairs on Air Force 1, uh, Axios reported on Tuesday. Democrats including some in the administration are terrified Biden will have a bad fall with a nightmare scenario of it happening in the weeks before the 2024 election according to Axios Biden's team is betting that any that any mockery he receives over using the the shorter Air Force 1 steps and wearing tennis shoes will be worth it to avoid another public stumble White House spokesman Andrew Bates acknowledged what the news site called the urgent project to protect Biden's re-election bid, albeit indignantly. Meaning, um, yeah, they're like, they hate the fact that, and by the way, Axios, it, it's a liberal left-wing publication, but the fact that their own people, the people who are on the payroll uh, for the DNC, the people who are part of the cabal, part of the propaganda, are now questioning, are now are now raising these sorts of questions uh, well, it has people in the White House upset. And quite frankly, here's the reason why. Because uh, the people in the media even acknowledge they would, they, they would be better to have someone else running on the Democratic ticket, right? There would be, it would be better to have someone else as the candidate for president of the United States representing the Democratic Party. Because 74, 75% of voters... Across the board, 75% of voters believe that uh, his age and dementia are an issue. Now, it's not just his age. We are not just talking about his age. But I believe we are specifically talking about someone who is in both uh, physical and mental decline. And, And it's obvious. It is obvious. One only need just look at him during the last two years compared to now look at him compared to the last year and he's just getting worse and you really want us to believe and by the way he hasn't finished his first term yet and you want us to believe that he is going to mentally be there that he is going to psychologically be there i mean this is a guy who literally the other day told the same story twice in the same speech and that story already been debunked is not true. How do you lie, tell the same lie twice in the same speech and not have people question your mental capabilities? This is not grandpa in the old folks' home, right? This is not old Uncle Joe sitting on the back porch, you know, sipping on some lemonade or some iced tea and telling you a doozy. This is the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, and there is a program designed to keep him from simply falling down. I uh, I, I find it in, incredulous that this is, in fact, the case. I find it hysterical that this is, in fact, the case. And uh, I'm sure that our good friend uh, Mikey here would uh, agree with me on that one.
2: Craig, you're talking about this guy finishing his first term. He can't even finish tapioca on his own. He's got to have somebody else hold the spoon and wipe his chin. And there you go, Brandon, you'll be okay. Come on. What do we, what do we, what do we spend the time on this for? This is like when you do a math problem and they go, listen, X is a given, right? We know that this is a given with this guy. We know that his mental faculties are gone. I mean, it used to be sad, Craig, to have to watch the, the, the demise of his mental faculties. Now I, I I wait, you know, weekly to see the new bits that they put together of him. Well, and that's what's funny is
0: even the comedians are like now they're like, yeah, we can't pass on this anymore. It, this is a joke. This is a, this has got to be a joke. And like I said, Operation Don't Let Him Fall, not fail. Yeah. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are we doing today, yep. sir?
2: Not too bad. Uh, moments before airtime, the boss says, uh, "Stand by for a conference call." I'm like, okay. So I apologize for being late to the program, sir.
0: No worries. No worries. I am just glad that you could make it here. Uh, didn't know if you had a chance to listen to the very, to the very first segment where I talked about the invasion that is taking place and how they've fast tracked it. Um, I, I didn't know if, did you have any comments about that?
2: No, no, Just, you know, again, I read the story earlier. I was, uh, I was uh, in another meeting while you were doing that uh, presentation, but, um, um, Yeah, again, you know, we need more votes. It looks like we're going to need more votes in another year. How do we do that? Oh, let's bring in more people to vote. That's all it comes (laughs) down to, more people to vote.
0: That does seem to be the world in which we live. All right, moving right along. Okay, now this is an example of something that I think is really a non-star, non-sequitur, it really is. And it's really something that's being brought up as a way in which to just punch at Trump But it's one of those things that, quite frankly, is another, as I I like to say, self-inflicted wound. I I, I will continue to say this. They were going to go after Donald Trump no matter what. They were going to attack him, and they were not going to be fair. They were going to be relentless in it. My whole issue sometimes with the former president, as good a job as he did as president, sometimes I'm like, dude, if you know they're shooting at you, please don't hand them ammunition. How about that? All right, in this particular case, he does a campaign stop, right? And during this campaign stop, uh, they show him a Glock. They hand him a gun, and he's like, oh, I'd like to buy this gun. Well, okay, you're under felony indictment. One of the rules of being under a felony indictment is that you're, you're not supposed to be around firearms. You're not supposed to possess them. You're not supposed to buy them. Uh, I don't know I mean, obviously you can still own them. But anyway, I just this was just one of those things Mike that when I saw this, I was like my I was like don don don
2: what are you doing? Yeah, so this is this is there's a little anomaly in this law too and 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 then I'll do a little defending of Trump that I know you expect me to do, Craig. Um the the way the way it states in the 4473, it says are you under an indictment or you are, are, are facing felony charges, right? Um, now, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Craig. Am I am I guilty until proven innocent or innocent until proven guilty? Well, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. The the key is, under the
0: law, because it, it's really not the 4473 because I don't believe he he didn't actually buy it, which meant he didn't lie on a federal form. So he's not being accused of lying on a federal form. It's just a question right. of if you are under indictment. Is it illegal for you to be in possession of a firearm? And I think that's the question that's being
2: raised. This is is where it gets back. This is where we go back to this. Um, I'm innocent until proven guilty, right? If I've been indicted, I'm innocent until proven guilty. By the way, if anybody's ever heard the term before, a good prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich, okay? Because it's only one side of the evidence being presented at an indictment. That's why many indictments don't end up in prosecutions. It's not like when the state attorney says charges have been filed because that's, that's, that's more intense than an indictment because at a, at a, uh, when the state attorney files charges and they get a warrant issued, that's getting a judge to bless off and sign off on, on it. When you do an indictment, it's the prosecutor's office getting citizens to agree with them, okay? It's like going to a, a jury and getting them to being paneled and the, uh, the, the presumption there is very, very low. Uh, you know, for, for what they have to do. And again, it's only one half. So either way, wh- whatever we want, you want to think about an indictment. Uh, Craig, the only issue I have, and again, I believe this is an anomaly in the law, is if he was indicted, placed into custody, released on bail or bond, then he should not have the firearm, right? Because somebody's deemed to be, be such a threat, all right? So the president's released on his own recognizance. If you're released on your own recognizance, there's no threat of you not showing up. The judges decided that if there's no threat of you not showing up, then there should be no threat of you living your life as a normal citizen. All right. You should have all your. Can he vote, Craig? Has he lost the right to vote while he's under indictment? No, because he's not guilty. All right. If I'm not guilty, I've not lost my rights. All right. Um, That's just the way it goes. Now, there's special there's special provisions. If you're indicted on a violent crime, they're going to say no firearms, no, you know, no knives, no nothing like that. He's innocent until proven guilty. He retains all his rights. So I believe that the form should say, have those provisions in it on a 4473, but that comes under the Gun Control Act. The Gun Control Act was the one that specified if you're under indictment, you shouldn't have a firearm. It's like we do now, Craig, where we say, oh, you got a red flag law against you, so you can't have a firearm. Yet nobody's found them guilty of anything. So it's the same argument there. Indictment without a firearm is the same as saying red flag without a firearm. And we know red flag means you don't get to say anything, right? It's done ex parte without your involvement the same way an indictment is, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, let's let's use those same two standards there. Um, Now, what Donald Trump said, uh, hey, I want that gun. Okay. Donald Trump said he wanted that gun, all right? Donald Trump didn't say, I'm purchasing this firearm today. Give me a 4473 so I could fill it out, all right? How many more times we got to hear somebody make a normal everyday comment and then hold it against them for the rest of their life?
0: I, well, once again, I, I think this is a much ado about nothing, but I, I did yeah. want to have you on because I did want to have you explain. I, I just, I'm just i just like, man, I guess the thing that gets me, like I said, is this, is sometimes I think that some of the the, 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 the battles that Donald Trump has to face, probably he wouldn't have to face if he just was a little more conscious of the things that he said and did. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but then again, now I will also say this, need, there are things that he to. has done that have been a true blessing to this country and to this nation yeah. that had he listened to what other people told him uh, and, and done what they said he would not have done. And the nation would not have received the advantages and the blessings that they have. So Sadly, I think that sometimes what is what can oftentimes be his greatest uh, asset can sometimes be his greatest liability
2: well, greatest liability because that's how the left portrays it you know yeah uh, I don't have, he didn't say anything wrong as far as I was concerned. like you said they, it's just more fodder that they're going to pull from you know they, they, they've got more sound bites for it
0: there you go. there you go. Anyway, I just I found that one to be I found that one to be highly interesting cuz they're they're all yeah. it's all making all the the, the news and every, everybody's talking about that one right now on the left. Oh yeah, well
2: their big complaint is, "Oh, Trump wants to do exactly what they just pushed to happen to Hunter Biden." No, not even close. Not even no, close. No,
0: cuz he actually lied on a federal forum.
2: <laughs> yeah, lied. While on a federal being form, addicted he was addicted to crack, you know, and heroin. He possessed the firearm 11 days when he shouldn't have, although he never meant to hurt anybody. So what's the big deal? It's just, it's, 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 it's incredible. A partisan hypocrisy is what it is.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, what will likely be the most watched debate uh, of the 2024 uh, presidential election is, well, Newsom DeSantis debate. And And here's the thing I will say about this. This is a debate that these two both desperately need. Because right now, Ron DeSantis can't seem to break, he can't seem to get any sort of a significant push against Donald Trump. He's having a hard time breaking the noise because Donald Trump sucks all the oxygen out of the room because he's Donald Trump. Um, but here, here you have Gavin Newsom, who is not running for president. I, for <laughs> those of you who are listening, I'm winking. Who is not running for president, is now agreed to take on Ron DeSantis, uh, Captain Florida, in a debate. Now, this is interesting to me, not as much for the presidential as it is for, as it is, you're going to have two very different perspectives on how a state should be run you're going to have california versus florida east coast versus west coast you're going to have a state that is succeeding that that is is winning versus one that is completely and utterly failing you're going to have a state that has that has grown faster than any other state in the last 4 years with one that has lost more residents lost more businesses lost more jobs than any other one in the last uh, any other state in the last 4 years and somehow some way, Gavin Newsom thinks he is going to out-debate Ron DeSantis.
2: Yeah, they were going back and forth for a, for a little while, Craig, trying to figure out uh, what uh, you know what what the conditions were going to be, right? And, and the one that I found interesting was that uh, uh, um, Newsom did not want any audience, no audience participation whatsoever. Whereas uh, Captain Florida, Governor DeSantis, wanted an audience, but he was very specific in saying. I want 50% Democrat and 50% Republican in that audience. And I think that's a bold move. I think that says right there what Governor DeSantis' uh, intent is. Whereas Newsom needs this to to make himself relevant outside of California, Um, Governor DeSantis wanted to go in there and prove that not only will I beat you, but I will take your supporters away from you uh, in this room. Uh, He has to show that
0: he can take – because ultimately – he can't do it in a in a just a safe Republican environment. He's got to show that he can take on Democrats uh, in a hostile environment. Um, b- but but I, I also think that that in this particular case, uh, he's got to focus on and hit on. He's got to know ahead of time the numbers that Gavin Newsom is going to be throwing around because Gavin Newsom will throw around a lot of numbers, right? He's very good at right. throwing around statistics that are flat out lies. And he needs right. to go back and spend some time analyzing all the numbers that, that Newsom has been throwing around and know the counter arguments to those numbers, right? And then he's got to go and he's got, because he, he also needs to know the lies that, uh, that uh, Gavin Newsom is going to be talking about when it comes to his policies. And he's got to be ready with answers to those lies. If he does that, I think he has a significant chance of bumping up his numbers. I still don't see him catching Trump, uh, but I definitely do see him uh, bumping up his numbers and uh, perhaps making sure that we don't see the likelihood of a uh, a, a presidential candidate or presidential Democratic nominee, Gavin
2: Mussolini. Yeah, and I'll tell you at the end of this this segment, uh, I have a different title for the debate, and I'll save that for you, but... um yeah, they, one of the other things that they were uh, they were going back and forth on was Governor Desantis said no notes. Let's do this raw. Let's do this. Uh, you got to come in with what's in your head and what you know. And uh, he, he actually uh, acquiesced to that and said, "Okay, we can have notes because that's what Gavin Newsom wanted to make this happen." The other thing is they've chosen to do this in Georgia, which has you know become a much more purple state uh, than it's been in, in, in recent years. Uh, although I, I believe uh, that will still favor. Uh, uh, you know, Governor DeSantis. Uh, even though it's in Georgia and there'll be no audience, I, I I don't know why the you know the location even makes a difference. Um, you know, uh, there as well. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Governor DeSantis is, is already won uh, because this is going to be on Fox and it's going to be led by Sean Hannity. So you know, this it's that's that's a huge uphill battle for Newsom, and, and unless he tries to come off as the uh, uh, the little kid that got picked on at school by DeSantis, uh, there's this. Uh, this should, this should be a, a, a good a one-sided brawl to watch. Um, I, my,
0: my thing, though, is, is they, that both of these guys are smarter than Sean Hannity. So I, I don't see yeah. Sean Hannity playing a major role in this debate.
2: Well, any, any debate moderator, you know, depending on how they cut you off and how they, uh, how they speak to you, whether they speak to you or they speak at you, uh, can set the tone. Uh, and I think that's a, that's a big deal for this one. Um, right. And now you ready for this, Craig? Here's the here's my name, here's my title for this debate. Are you ready? I'll go for it. The 2020 the 2024 vice presidential debate. Oh, there you go. Ding 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 ding. We
0: have a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. And you know what? I will tell you what. You know no matter what, you know who the winner of this debate is going to be, right? Yes. You know exactly who it's going to be.
2: It's going to be that Trump. guy right there. Yep, dancing Donald.
0: <laughs> it's going to be that guy dancing right down there. Donald Trump.
2: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. With his uh, new Glock. Yep. What'd you say? With his new Glock. <laughs> With his With new Glock.
0: <laughs> All righty then. Well, we're going to move right along to our parting shots let's see get that over there we go all right parting shots is brought to you by hog holsters uh if you want to get your hog holster just remember to go to hoghoster.com uh there we go that's the one i'm looking for right there trying to do this thing freestyle there we go go to hog make sure you use discount code the rundown get your hog holster today all right, we only got a couple of them today. But uh, for those of you who hate Donald Trump, and we all know that the media hates Donald Trump because they're going to take everything that Donald Trump does and they're going to try and try and flip it around. And that's where this particular one comes in. Here at the top, you have Donald Trump cures cancer. And at the bottom, that's, uh, uh oh, what is his name? Anderson Cooper? Anderson Cooper. Right, yeah, so there at the bottom, you got Anderson Cooper. And he's like, at breaking news on CNN, thousands of doctors out of jobs that's it
2: yep <laughs> and it says right underneath that world is literally about to end trump impeachment imminent there yes. you go and that's pretty much how that works that's, that's pretty immunity. much how that works yeah yep.
0: now here's another one um, that i found to be quite interesting and this is uh really just kind of a general idea but think about this There we go. There we go. We're back. Sorry about that. There we go. All right. It says here, only in America can you murder a child at birth, but go to jail if you spank them. Liberalism is a mental disorder. Am I right? I say yes. Yes, I am.
2: Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That that, that Thar would be right. That Thar would be right. And with that, we are to the end of our program. But before we go, got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors.
2: That's right. Hitman Industries, hitmanindustries.net. If you got yourself an AR, you probably got one of their barrels and don't even know it. Well, now you can buy from them. Factory Direct. Get on over to hitmanindustries.net for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR platform. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there. Hog Holsters, that's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Holsters 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 on the market. Use the discount code the rundown, all one word, no spaces, all caps. Get yourself a nice little uh, couple bucks off. And if you're going all out to the field, going tactical, going hunting, going hiking, going fishing, no matter what you do, you get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com.
0: So, folks, please take a moment, visit our sponsors. Just follow the link in in the description to this program. Check them out, spend some money with them. Make sure you tell them the guys over at The Rundown sent you. And that is going to be the end of today's show. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program. And ask that you encourage your friends to do the same. We will be back tomorrow, Wednesday, on Hump Day. See you then.